this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Las Vegas. You are listening to the Crazy Sexy Cool Podcast, where we give our black-ass millennial opinions about the crazy, the sexy, and the cool hot topics. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I am joined by my co-host. We have Meek and we have Elizabeth. What's up? What's up? Yeah. What's going on, y'all? Hi, y'all. You miss me. <laughs> Yo, um, I'm, I'm not sure how election night went for y'all, but just like I said in last week's episode, I turned everything off. I was not privy to anything that was going on. I had a feeling that it was going to be like late um, as far as like getting the results in. So I just kind of experienced some self-love just to kind of get the edge off, you know, a little (laughs) bit of a... (laughs) And for the listeners, can you please elaborate on what the edge is? Self-love can be a massage some sort or yeah, you know some food I can't I can't massage myself well yeah so I just because of the stress of the election I was like you know what I'm just gonna chill in my room I got a lot done as far as bikini honey but when I just got back into my room into my comfort zone took a shower you know clean sheets clean comforter pillowcases everything is just nice and warm it's chilly outside so you know my room is just so comfortable now it's got the space heater so shit is just like so comfy in here so i decided to treat myself and you know just a little self-love masturbation 
And it's funny because I don't I don't know why like saying masturbation is just kind of like weird. Like why is there such a stigma because, around the word? Because a white man made it up. I mean, like he has to have. like I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't really know for sure, but like it's just so like not sexy. You know what I mean? Like it's a very in many ways, it can be a very intimate thing, but master the Bation. Like, what the fuck is Bation, nigga? Like, <laughs> like, we need a new word for it. it. Yeah. I know, let's like, make up one. And, then, and people be coming up with weird shit like twaddle the thought or flick the, 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 the twat or like flick the bean. Like, this is. Flick the twat. Get that out here. <laughs> flick the twat. Like, and what? Twat. And for men, it's not, it's not sexy either. It's like beach of meat. Beach it. Chick- it's jerk, so, jerk the chicken. It's so aggressive, right? Ew. Yeah. Like that that sounds like it hurt. Masturbation sounds like it hurt. <laughs> it sounds like a procedure. Like, no thank you. Like that's the gynecologist or some shit. No thanks. Right. We need a new word for it. Like that's why I said self-love. Like I was taking care of myself. Yeah. Master. I love the master. You, you, you got a toy, Bethany, or was it like your hands? Nigga, or... you know I got a toy. It ain't like yours, though. Look. I know, it's like a Star Trek, the fucking Star Trek. Oh, this is not episode two. This is not episode two. You call that fucking Star, that Star Trek. Uh, she got the Star Trek Voyager and shit. The Voyager comes yeah. landing in and shit. Water everywhere. Like, the fuck? <laughs> no, I have I have a womanizer, but I also have like a vibrating like dildo. But I don't. I, I'm just more of a clitoral um, stimulation type of girl. I don't need it inside. But Liz, yours does both, right? Like it, it goes does. It does it's... both. Yeah. But I I, I usually um, I don't use always the insert either all the time. I just use the clitoral one. Sometimes Man, I like, I like flip it upside Dang. down. Yeah, yeah, you turn it the other way. Mm-hmm. Hit that button, girl. May yeah, I look. say, it look like it sucks your fucking soul. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, like it fucking sucks your soul out, bro. Jellyfish, bro. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. cool, no. but. It's, yeah, but I, I like my battery operated old school and better. Yeah, see, but I feel like this is a conversation that needs to be had like a lot because you know when I first start mastering my bassion, you know, like just like just touching myself, you know what I mean? It was like low key kind of bad sex, but then I start realizing like no, you can like treat it as though you' about to get ready to go sit on a dick, you know? Mm-hmm. Like see this like, this new wig, you know what I'm saying? You know, I put it on, like, get in the mirror, turn myself on, like, oh my God, this bitch is nice. You know, like, tweet set. Oops. Oh, so you get all done up before you start masturbating. I always get all done up, but I turn myself on, like, and I don't always use toys either because I've, I feel like the more I use toys, I, I become heavily dependent on them. And mm-hmm. also, I don't always, like, sometimes I watch porn and sometimes I don't watch porn. And like, yeah, so you gotta be you gotta be wary of the 
porn because you can fall down a deep rabbit hole and like you can't take them images out of your head. You know what I mean? It's like start fucking you up. You know? I ain't what kind of shit? What kind of rabbit hole you fall into? Oh man, like one in particular, like I didn't know, like I found myself like I came down a rabbit hole and I found I found uh basically <laughs> hold on, could this remind oh, me of boomerang? This reminds me of boomerang. When he like chicks with dicks, like one eight hundred chicks with dicks, and he was like, "Oh man, what kind of shit you into?" But nah, on some real shit, that like where it's like a transgender man who turned into a woman, but he still got his dick, and like he's having sex with a woman, bruh, my nipples got hard, and I was like, "Oh me," dick. I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know, why I'm right now. <laughs> looking at that's dick. so funny." But it is, but it, but but a lot of times they dicks are really small. So then that's that was why I couldn't really. But yeah, I was like, I, I can't go. I, it's a rabbit hole. You you start getting to age. So the thing, I don't do rabbit holes. See, the thing is, I can't get that far because I like to look at look, the little like gift preview. Like it shows like a few quick yeah. seconds of like what the video is all about. Yeah. And in the moment I see some shit that I know I'm not into. I'm keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. <laughs> but no, but that's what I'm saying. Like I started, I saw it, and then like my nipples out. I was like, bro, like I didn't know I was into it. I didn't know that that was something that like would turn me on like that. But I have a question. What website do you go to? Pornhub. Pornhub. Really? I don't use yeah. that no more. What do you use? I go to X Videos. X- I know everybody goes to X Videos. X Videos. I haven't been on there yet. I'm gonna have to try. Yeah, I feel like it's more. They have more to offer, and I feel like Pornhub is just more like corporate porn. (laughs) Like it is. It is very. They have a little scenes. Yeah. A full on, a full on production, and then like it's a lot of like male, you know, male pleasing porn, like which is kind of like, you know. Yeah, and and also when when I am watching, like I don't want. To see a whole production, I don't need great lighting. I don't need a whole bunch of like camera angles. I like being able to tune in where I can tell like a couple was in a moment and they pulled their phone out and shit got lit. Like, yeah, that's all I need. Yeah, no, but them them OnlyFans and them Insta, those Snapchat little, I'm like, oh shit, shit (laughs) getting real. Like, you know, (laughs) shit getting real. With the with the corporate form, that that like meaningless like kissing and like the clothes, like oh like okay, just get to the book, just get to and the action. And arm. what the fuck? And what the fuck is up with all these different like um, brother and sister or mom and son? I'm just like y'all. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't like none of that. Yeah. And I know it's I know it's fake. Like I know it's fake, yeah. but still, but it's like, a, but some people get turned on by shit like it's that. A, but it, I think it has to do with authority. I think it has something to do with like the like the like being a the authoritative, authoritative figure, like you know, taking advantage. It, it's some sick it's shit. Sick. It's me. <laughs> That's a little sick. That. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Or like no, but even like because even in the titles, it's like um, daddy come nut in me like you know my father my stepfather came and saw me masturbating and came and yeah. nut inside my ass like nigga what, what? <laughs> what's your daddy do like damn 
That's crazy. Yeah, no, that's thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't really set the mood really for like masturbation. It's just like sometimes a mood just strikes me. Usually when I'm really stressed, my body is like begging, like, yes. look, girl, yes. you, we got to do something. Yes. We got to, yes. we got to, we got to yes. release this. You got to get it out. No, but yeah. even like how you were saying with the election, like with the whole le- election, you could like feel like the energy and the um, and how tense it was getting in. And like I just did a whole cleansing, and that included, you know, with my JJ. Like I did, like I came in, sage everything. I cleaned my carpet. I, re- you know, I gave myself which a carpet massage. I'm joking. Well, <laughs> first off, it's more like it's more like wood panel flooring, okay? yeah. <laughs> not carpet, <laughs> but okay, okay. it's shiny, okay. But yeah, like you know, you have to release everything, let all that shit out. All that shit out. Yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. necessary. What did y'all do for election night? I watched the election. You did? I did. I did. And I it was very on. Like, in and out. And it was very interest, interesting, like, like social media, the media, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, how people... It's definitely, like, the election is very, very, very important. But, like, the way people get involved, I think, is hilarious and in many ways uh, unhealthy, you know. What do you mean? But, like, they're just too too into it? I, because, like, it's like it's like watching our election was like watching a reality TV show, like love and politics looking at us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's what it was like. Like, it was like, you know, it's like the drama was just like, so high and like I, it's cool for people to have a political views but just how I don't know how to say this because invested yeah invested but it's like personally like because it is personal like it does affect us directly but it's just it's still a cutoff line there's still a cutoff line where it's like you know yeah. what I mean where people yeah. and like, didn't see that or people weren't I don't know but you can but even with mainstream though like you turned on MSNBC CNN, Fox News, you were getting reported three different fucking situations. I'm like, how is that even possible? How is yeah. that even? It was a lot. So I didn't turn my phone on until Wednesday, probably like four, three or four o'clock. And the only reason I did was because while I was home and getting shit together, I broke a nail. So I'm like, fuck, let me go fix my nail real quick. And the nail salon, every single TV had Fox News. So I'm like, all right, so I guess I got to go ahead and see what's going on. I'm like, okay, they haven't figured out, you know, they're still counting votes. And then I see that Nevada <laughs> is like late. Everyone's like waiting on Nevada to finish counting the ballots. And look, the amount of text and memes and Bruh, shit that was sent was to my phone. No, I, look, I was just going to say that. So, I didn't want to so watch your boobs. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that I was able to like... Once I turn my phone on and I'm like sitting there getting my nail fixed and shit and I'm just scrolling through Instagram and Twitter, yo, I was just so happy to be able to see all of these memes just like, it was a great day for funny ass memes happening. But because I I can imagine like watching everything in real time and then as the memes are happening, like in real time, shit was just incredible. Funny as shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, was it was just so good just to be caught up that way instead of, like, how it was in 2016. I turned my phone on. It's like, doomsday, goddamn. 
That shit was <laughs> dramatic. But I could feel like hope in the air. It felt good. I was like, okay. Because Fox News, you know, in a nail salon, they were playing Fox News, and I never watched Fox News. But oh, to I see like, Fox News. Just to see their defeated attitude, I was like, oh, this tastes so good. <laughs> so the so energy good. felt good to you. The energy yeah, it did. Yeah, I had a pep in my step. Okay. I definitely, I watch all three news because you gotta, like, you just can't sit and just watch CNN all day. Like, cause yeah. they're biased as well. So I listen to everybody's news. Look, but I have CNN me. blocked on Twitter. I, I can't. Like, so they be yeah. posting whack ass headlines. I'm like, look, you could have wrote this a whole lot differently because I'm not That's sure right. what kind of narrative you're trying to sell right now. Exactly. But no. But, yeah, I went between, when I was able to get to my own TV, I was able to, you know, go through and see what was going on. And then, of course, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook on they shit. It was just so good. But I really want to know what the fuck took Nevada, like, what took us so long? Like. Bro, what's taking us like so long? Purpose. Still. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that there was that many people in Las Vegas. Because it's just like. You're talking about Las Vegas, honey. You ain't talking about nowhere else. Right. Yeah. Well, same with Philly. Same with um, Atlanta. Shout oh, out! Yeah. Look, shout out to Pennsylvania for, you know, turning blue. Shout out to Georgia for turning blue. Like, I don't know what the fuck y'all thought was going on, but people are sick of the shits. Okay. And yeah. We, you. We showed you know up record numbers. You well now you know that there's like another you know. Um, Another narrative that's like trying to go about uh, where they're comparing this election to the Bush versus Gore election and basically saying, like, you know, don't be so quick to celebrate because, um, you know, like technically we have until December 14th to truly declare like who our president is. Um, I've been keeping up on that. And I mean, right now the numbers are sitting 290 to 214, but. yeah, if that, yeah, I don't, I, I don't see nervous. that. Ha- yeah, I don't like. I don't see that happening. But if it does, you want to talk about a fucking shit show? Like, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be wild in these streets, like for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's for just sure. gonna turn up. I yeah. um, you know, I haven't celebrated. I'm not like I, I'm happy, and I can feel like it's different. You know, things feel different. Um, however. You know, with me, like, not drinking, I, it's almost been a month that I haven't had anything to drink. Almost and been a month? I was no, two it's, weeks. Been, it's been two and a half weeks. It's been two and okay. a half weeks. I had, I had to think for a second. It's been what? over a month that I haven't had caffeine, and it's been okay. two and a half weeks. Mama Meek Mama right. over there making sure you're getting away with nothing. No, before we even talk about that, are you guys... Like, what do you think about people participating in No Nut November? I'm no Nut November. I, I think it's healthy because I think you do need to, like, I, like that's what I'm saying when we're talking about masturbation. It's like masturbation can also be served as an exercise. I do it on both ends where, like, I allow myself to pleasure myself, but I also withheld myself from sex as well because mm-hmm. it's a thing of, like, being able to practice the, you know, control to where, like, I'm not always... You know, when my body starts to, you know, act a certain way, I'm not always tempted to like, oh, I need to go do this right now, you know? So, no nut November, especially how some of these niggas be out here acting like they just can't control their damn penis. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be interesting to see who could fucking survive that. I feel like they should into a show. But sometimes <laughs> I think, I feel like with the year that we've been having, I don't know if that's a good thing to really ask of some people because of how stressful it is and the the benefits of masturbation can be really great it's for there. your mind, master- body, and soul. No, absolutely. But there's also other forms where you can like exert that energy. So it's also about being able to explore your body and your mind okay. and your sexuality to see so what, what, what other ways, you know, you have the gym, you have meditation, well, you well, have we're thinking about people in the middle of a pandemic. So there's a lot of social things that you can't do that would have, have replaced physical like- activity that you can exert. Uh, energy, um, um, uh, energy. You can go out for a run. That doesn't in- include you sharing a barbell with anybody. You can that do meditation. <laughs> that no, it does, and <laughs> <laughs> it actually does. Shit, try to do it butt ass naked. Take it to a whole nother level. You know, I don't know. But look, like you can do meditation. Meditation is is very good for the soul, the spirit, and the mind. Um, you can, um, I'm just saying it's all I'm trying to say is I'm not trying to say like, you know, everyone needs to do it and try to make it and get to the end of November. It's nothing wrong with challenging yourself. And that's where growth comes from. If we always uh, succumb, like, uh, uh, like allow ourselves to be enslaved by our body, like we're never going to like be the leader of our temple. That's just how I see it. So. And we, that was a word from woke meek. (laughs) <laughs> our spiritual killer our Ew. spiritual killer yeah there's yeah. nothing wrong with it I mean if you only make it to two weeks hey that's two weeks that you didn't do last week it's all it's it's all you know what I mean just a <laughs> challenge are you gonna be doing it no nut November shit yeah basically yeah okay I will not be participating in No Nut November. It's my birthday this month. And I'm just not going to do it. Well, technically, yeah, but technically I did have a nut on election day. So, but I still have to carry it to the first week of December. But, (laughs) yeah, like. After that, that's it. And it'll be over right in time for your birthday. Mm. I, I hate that type of sex. You know what? We're going to check back in and see how, how you, how you're doing with the, a no nut. 30 days. November. I mean, like, when I are you, you participating, when I Bethany? Oh, no, 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 she can't because she going dry and no nut. You got to, you got to pick one. Like exactly. when people, when people be like, oh, I'm fasting. I'm not drinking. I'm not having sex. Like you're, you're, you fucking yourself <laughs> over. You got to pick one. You can't, All don't right. do, don't do it at the same time. Pick a no. struggle. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. You, say you hate you hate that kind of sex. What what do you mean? Mate? I do like yeah. you know I, I like I like like the shit that turns me on is like the spontaneous shit. You know, take my ass down in the elevator. Like that's my. I mean, what makes like, you think that, that on your birthday that won't happen? I mean, no, because it goes into it goes into like oh on my birthday I'm going to have sex. Like no, nah, like I don't <laughs> like planned out. I don't like. I don't know. I don't really plan at all like that because some 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 uh, birthdays I'll be on my period, so I don't always be like, oh, on my birthday I'm gonna have sex. But that's what she said. She said like you said only you said it comes just in time for your birthday. Like I might not fuck on my birthday just because you know like if if we end up doing it, cool. But like, well, wait a minute. Like, 
She is a very so, interesting lady. The, <laughs> no, so, I have a question. Do, so you don't control. have, if you want to have sex and you're on your period, you don't want, you don't have sex, Liz? Do you have sex on your period? I mean, I have, but like, I don't choose to. If I'm on my period. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm on my you don't choose to. <laughs> I mean, because sometimes the, the dick appointment might come out of nowhere and then I'm like, oh shit. And then like. I don't know, like, especially the beginning of it. Like, I don't want to. I feel heavy. I feel like I don't want to be touched. It's just not something I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to have sex and I'm on my period. No. If it just happens, then... But maybe if, if it's a guy, if it's a guy that you, like, you are comfortable with, like, not somebody like you just met, but if he wants to and you're down, like... Run the uh, red light, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've done it before, but I just don't have plans to when I start my period. You I mean, prefer to... not to? Yeah, it just feels... Mm. So, like, like maybe... just, look, just like sex and masturbation, <laughs> like, it, it releases hormones that help you feel better. So, sometimes it can be, like, a pain relief to, well, that's if you have an orgasm, because a lot of women aren't having orgasms. Orgasms, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel so, sorry for those women. Oh, Can we have a moment of silence for those women that are not having orgasms? Why? <laughs> and you ruined the silence. <laughs> Why though? Why are we giving them any silence? I feel, I feel bad for them. Well, no, right. There are a lot of women who have, you know, these mental blocks that they just literally cannot relax enough yeah, to experience. You know? And and also, you got, you got women out here that just keep riding funky ass dick. Like, bruh. Ride dick that pleases you, okay, my sisters. Yeah, stop, stop, stop letting them stop, stop letting riding them the dick. Right, stop as a come, come, come stop. Yes, like ride the dick because you want to ride the dick, not because don't ride the dick for him. Ride the ride dick, dick for you. you. For hey. you man. Wow. wow. Amen. <laughs> Take you don't think of, if you don't think about your vagina, who will, sister? Shit. <laughs> Vaginas matter. God. Vaginal <laughs> orgasms matter. Okay. And this is why this is why masturbation is so important. This is why you need to get yep. to know your body. You know it works. You know how you yep. like to be pleased. Just like I said earlier, clitoral stimulation is my shit. So yep. a lot of guys will completely ignore your clit like it doesn't fucking exist yeah and so when you know what works for you you know how to take it to the bedroom and use it on your guy and if he decides that he's not going to give you what you need then he can go he's he's next i, I mean and also a little a little tip for the fellas out there um the clit is there strictly for 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 a pleasure purpose like that's the only reason yes. why it, it is it is it is um filled with a whole bunch of fucking uh nerves or whatever it's just a bunch ending. of yeah. yes and that's all it's there for so like it's for sexual pleasure <laughs> like get used <laughs> to it introduce yourself to it get get familiar become best friends it's going to become be best friends friend. yes your clit <laughs> the clit has a first name <laughs> <laughs> say her name say her name yes no for sure well, speaking of uh, say her name, look, black women have been out here showing out. Uh, we have, you know, projected to have a black 
female vice president. Kamala Harris. <sighs> this is, you know, I have a lot of family back in North Carolina who are just elated, like elated. They're just so happy to see something like this happen. It's, it's really a historical moment. And yeah. the amount of the amount of friends that I have that have daughters, they're just so excited to show them like, look, we have someone who looks like us in a position of power. And I think it's just, it's just so beautiful. So shout out to Kamala. Oh God. I know, look, all the AKAs, all my friends that are AKAs, they are super turned. They ski win all over the place. Girl, put your <laughs> mirrors up. Put the mirrors up, honey. <laughs> it's beautiful. And, yeah. you know, you know, I went to HBC. I went to North Carolina A&T and, um, just seeing, I, I just know, like, there's some sometimes a stigma when it comes to attending an HBCU, graduating from HBCU, that people just act like HBCUs aren't like good enough. They don't, yeah. you know, they don't prepare us for the real world. This is what I've, you know, I've read, and it's just it's ridiculous. Like, come on, we we have a very unique experience that absolutely provides um, with the certain amount of, pre of preparation for the real world. Like we're surrounded by people who look like us, who come from, you know, similar backgrounds, but we are also introduced to so many people from all over the world who come from different backgrounds and different countries and different cultural experiences that we become, because we are exposed to this, we are able to get along with any and everybody. And I feel like sometimes my, friends that have gone to uh private schools or the you know PWIs as you know some like to call them but they they sometimes say that they envy the HBCU experience because the black community on those campuses are so small so that, small yeah yeah I but, I myself uh went to a PWI and I and, and and it's crazy because I actually was supposed to go to Perryview. And so, like, my mama went to Southern. My my, I mean, my mama went to Gremlin. My daddy went to Southern. And then I was actually looking into going to Perryview. And I was like, you know, why surround? I was I was very ignorant. I'm I'm not afraid to admit that. I was very ignorant. I was like, why like surround myself with just black people when that doesn't represent the world, right? And um, and I was so very wrong. I was thinking like, well, I'm getting like a true worldly experience going to a PWI, like where it's just like where the black population is so small and so on. But like, there's this like level of certainty and confidence that people from HBCUs graduate with. And I think it comes from the, the, um, accept, like not acceptance, but unity that is felt like during your journey while you're at a uh, HBCU. So yeah, I is I am one of those people that like I, I definitely should have went to one. You know, like I think I would have like really done very well there, you know. Um, yeah, I think you would have too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your life would be really different. It would be oh, really different. Yeah. It's a sense of community. Uh, I really feel like when um when I travel it's always like, yo, like, oh, I see you're in New Orleans or I see you're in Atlanta. Make sure you hit up this person. They went to a &T too. Yeah. Like, it's a community yeah. everywhere, everywhere you go. Even if they didn't go to the same school, 
if they went to Howard or FAMU or whatever, we still have a similar experience. So we, when we yeah. go out to the clubs, it's just a different, it's a different vibe. It's a different feel. We, you know, link up for networking purposes. It's just really dope. But yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to see, you know, black women celebrating right now because Kamala, you know, represents something. They see themselves in her. Yeah. And, and I, I just think that's really dope. Representation all that matters. Um, you know, big, you know, big shout out to Kamala and also, um, Stacey and along with Keisha, like we have, we have FAMU, Spellman and Howard in the motherfucking building. Like they did not have to conform themselves and go to these, like, cause like, cause that was like the, that was the, um, the image that was projected is that in order to play like at this level of politics, you had to be a graduate from like Yale or Harvard. Uh, Ivy League, yeah. Uh, of some sort and it's like nah nigga nah you don't you know so like you know I think I think black women definitely showed up and showed out and the thing that I do like is that even while they're gaining the momentum you don't I don't feel like they're going to stop because I do think that's a concern where it's like you know like yes this is a this is a win for us but this is only a battle we have a whole war that we want to win so you know and I think, and that's where I say, I, I like, I'm just hoping for the best. As y'all all know, I'm not a big, I'm going to fuck her name up. Kamala. Kamala. And it's not even that I'm not a big fan of hers. It's just, it was just the, uh, it's just like, I mean, I, like when it comes to us, I, I hold, I hold us at, a, at a, a different standard. So it's like, look, you know, like. Yeah, you have this background or some sort, and you're going for this position. Best believe I'm going to hold you to a certain standard. I'm not going to just roll a, a red carpet out for you because you're black. Like, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, she not only represents black people, she, she represents black women. And I know she understands that. I know she understands the struggle of that. But I just, you know, that's just like the energy that I like to, I want to address the situation. But anywho, yeah. I'm still of the moment I still I'm still understanding of the moment that took place and proud of the moment and it I feel like you know you're still gonna have your naysayers you're still gonna have people that's gonna like you know say some like negative shit or like come up with some dumbass you know conspiracy theory blah 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 but at the end of the day it's still fucking history and that's something that that they can't take away so yeah and uh real quick I want to shout out Stacey Abrams because she really helped to combat voter suppression in Georgia, helping yeah. to get over 800,000 new voters registered to vote and to yeah. make an impact in Georgia. And that is incredible. Um, I've read that she helped to raise $3.6 million in two days for uh, crucial Georgia state runoffs because, you know, it's not over for Georgia. They still have a, a yeah. whole lot, a lot to more. do. And Stacy is out there doing the work she's not out here just being a figurehead and just you know talking and doing you know appearances she's out here doing the she's doing the work and we love to see it we love to see and it's always a black woman that's really like putting in the fucking work and that's what i was about to say is that like this practice has been ongoing it's just beautiful to see that these women are getting the notoriety that like on such a national honestly international platform that they truly deserve because a lot of like a majority of the time it's the black women that's in there putting forth the work and like you know making shit happen but you don't really see their names on the credits you know also shout out 
the black woman who basically like we see their voting percentage at like a 90 percentile when it comes <laughs> down to, to Joe Biden. Like we want to talk about black women showing up and showing the fuck out. Like they showed up within their numbers, like in, in multiple states. I'm talking about 90 percentile. Like, yes, yes. And, for black and, and, men. But that's another whole situation. But that's <laughs> a whole nother that. story, child. That's wild. But, you know, it's funny because, you know, we're still waiting on, like, all of the numbers and all the, you know, everything to come in. But last uh, presidential election, was it 53% of white women voted for Donald Trump? They're projecting for that number to be higher (laughs) for Donald Trump and white women for this election. And I'm just like, how are you guys? I'm not surprised. Yeah. But but I'm not surprised. Either, but it's just like, bro, why do you continuously vote against your own your own best interests? Like, how? Right, but you also have to understand, like, and I think that's the thing that a lot of, a lot of people get like caught up in is the narratives that are being sold. You know what I'm saying? Like, like some people view this Trump and Biden as though you're saying like, if you vote for Biden, then you're against military, you're against police officers, you're against, you know, and some people, you know have loved ones in the military as to why they're voting for like and i've had this conversation with with women you know where i'm like you know hearing their thoughts about voting for trump and that's how they view it the same way how black people is like if you vote for trump then you're you're um you're um going with the races and you're against the whole black lives matter movement so it's it's like it's just how people categorize these beliefs into these um politicians you know when in actuality like we could come together and and like like there's a middle ground there there's truly a middle ground when not 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 with the politicians but I'm saying when it comes to like dealing with police reform and dealing with you know Black Lives Matter and so on and all those type of uh situations there is a middle ground but that's not the narrative that's being sold by mainstream media it's like it's either you're either with them or you're with either or right and that's what's keeping our country divided and people are not because everyone's so tuned in to social media and, and mainstream media, like they're not able to step back and be like, all right, look, like, and look at the whole agenda and the whole legislature and the whole, like everything as a collective, instead of being like, oh, well, you know, I think the police should get, you know, some, some support. I'm just going to go with Trump. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yo, so all of this has been really stressful. I'm just so glad that it is. Awesome. We've done our part and it's over for like, you know, for the election night as far, you know, all the drama surrounding that. We're still waiting on everything to come in. So everything will be official. Um, I believe, you know, Trump is not he's he hasn't conceded. He's still, you know, fighting, fighting this. And one minute people are saying, you know, Stop counting the votes. Some people are saying keep counting the votes. Just, just like, bro, yeah. <laughs> let's get these votes well, counted so we know what's really tea. And if you want to fight it, good luck, nigga. But what <laughs> I will say, though, is y'all need to keep an eye out on that motherfucking Mitch McConnell. Like, I don't understand how he's back in the office, but we need to fit. Like, that's another one that needs to, like, get ejected the fuck out. Yes, I said it. So, like... Like yes, we've that's, done our that's next. like yes, yes, and, and that's what the, and that's what Stacey Abrams is really she's trying to help you know swing yo, the Senate like, and like keep we gotta keep the Senate. same like like Nip said it's a marathon it's not it's not a sprint and you gotta keep the same energy and stay on these motherfuckers next like and and I include that includes 
President Biden and, and Vice President Harris as well, because they assume those oh, positions. Yeah. We have to keep make sure we stay on the, on their necks and make sure that they like that they deliver on what they say that they're gonna deliver, and that also includes every single fucking seat in the Congress as well. So it, it ain't over. You it can drink, ain't drink over. Some ga- drink some Gatorade. Take a deep breath. Let's get back in there. Like right. All right, y'all, we're going to move on to our red light special. If you guys have a question for the ladies of the Crazy Sexy Cool podcast, shoot us a DM at Crazy Sexy Cool Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or send us an email at CrazySexyCoolPod at gmail.com, and we just may answer your question on our show. So I got a little DM today, and I thought it was, you know, right on time. Um, He says, hi, Bethany, my name is Jeff. And I'm a big fan of your pod. After listening to last week, I had a question for you girls. If two single parents with different parenting styles, especially when it comes to discipline, if they get together and become a family, how do they decide or compromise on discipline, among other things? I imagine a scenario where one parent is more of a, I spank my kids, and the other parent is, I talk it through with my kids rather than spank. I'm not sure what you call those two parenting styles, but it makes me wonder how couples compromise on it. If it doesn't make sense, then never mind. Big fan, <laughs> big fan of you guys, and I'm learning great things from y'all. Um, so, thank you for listening, and thank you for your question. Be, before we start, um, the two the two styles, mm-hmm. can we label that real quick? Can we sure. say phys- physical parenting and cognitive parenting? So, basically, okay. like... And so that we don't have to use those long ass kids, <laughs> and I, I I talk everything out right. So like, like, well, this is, you know, I I think so. Me and my child's father were in a relationship for a long time before we had our son, and so I got a chance to see like what his parenting style was because he already had a child. So I liked how he was a disciplinarian. I liked that he didn't have to spank. He was pretty militant with his. Like he would um he would have his oldest son do wall sits. You know how you sit on the with your back against the wall and you mm-hmm. squat and you have your arms out. Instead of like, you know, spanking him or, you know, cussing him out because you got some people who are verbally, you know, mm-hmm. they like to do things verbally as well. But um I liked the way that he discipline his child also the way that he was disciplined his dad was the same way so his dad was very like oh if you know you fuck up then i'm not gonna beat you but you're gonna pay you're gonna feel it physically military style yeah it was really military style and i appreciated that however when our son was born <laughs> he turned into a fucking marshmallow he was the softest <laughs> motherfucker i'm just like what happened? Like, where did this... I thought you was really gonna, like, turn up when it came to discipline. And I end up being the bad guy. So every time it was time to, you know, discipline our son, I had to be the one to take the lead. And, you know, I didn't spank, but having to go through the whole talking and, you know... What what did you call it, Mika? It's cognitive? I'm gonna say... Because it's, like, more mental, right? It's more, like, mental stimulating, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, like, like we're, so I'm, commu- I'm, 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 I'm communicating. Like communicating, yeah, like communicating. Yeah. Healthy communicating, yeah. yeah. So I don't know how you guys, like, approach it when, like, if you're dating someone, because I'm not sure, like, how it was before you became parents. Like, did you know how they would 
you know, did you guys even have a conversation about parenting and your parenting styles and what you wanted to do? Look, Meek, you over there like. <laughs> you see me. Go ahead, Meek. No. Look, I tried to escape my situation and he trapped me, y'all. Like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but. No, Look, like we weren't. We weren't. We weren't together to like that. No, I know. We weren't together like that, and he, he didn't have no kids. Um, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't even. I didn't even meet like you know. A person's family says a lot about that person. You know, like in so many ways. So I didn't even really meet his fam until after Elijah. Um. But the thing I was concerned about, because I wasn't really concerned about him, I was more concerned about myself. You know, I came from a ver- like verbally abusive, physically abusive, militant, you know, type of family where like my mom was like on the verbal and physical abusive side. And then my stepdad was that that dad. Like, I remember one time my a punishment was my dad made me build a deck in the middle of summer. <laughs> like. That was a punishment. Or, like, he made me move, like, boulder rocks, like, in the middle of summer. And um, I remember having to clean towel floors with the tish- with the toothbrush. Like, you know, okay, like, so stuff in like those that. In those situations, what did you do wrong to, I guess, get that punishment? Um, It was, it like, you know, like, me and my sister, we didn't like each other. So I remember one time, like, she got on my nerves and I dragged her down some stairs. You know what? No, listen, though. Listen, this is this is where it gets real toxic. He wasn't mad that I drug her down the stairs. He was mad that we was loud. That so because we woke he we woke him up. He woke he he uh worked graveyard, and so he was just upset that like we were making all this commotion. He didn't give about what the damn commotion was. Right. And, and so he he said, you know what, you know what, you know y'all y'all make all this noise. He's like, get dressed. And, like, he took us to this, like, park and, like, made us do hills. Like, I can't He made her do it, too? Absolutely. After she got drugged down the stairs? Absolutely. But, I mean, but she, we we were going back and forth. Everybody get it. (laughs) Yeah. And then I remember one time he went to, like, cook and he found a dried up noodle. Like, you know, like, chopping a dried up noodle in a pot. And he was so upset that he pulled every single pot out of the uh, out of the kitchen and every single dish out of the kitchen and was like, come clean these dishes. Like I'm tired of y'all half ass cleaning dishes. Come clean these dishes. Yeah. So and and that affected your parenting style? Uh in like I was afraid like because at the end of the day, like that that's all I know. Like I don't I never had a friend. I never had I like especially in my in my family. What? I come from a line of iron-fisted women that's like, I'll slap the shit out of you first, ask questions later. Like, that's where, that's what I come from. So, like, you never see, like, how you're supposed to talk to children, how you, you know, to where they can, like, properly digest things and stuff like that. I actually was so concerned about it within myself that, like, that that year I enrolled into a, ch- a, a child behavioral class at UNLV. So that way I can like actually understand like the, the child's brain, you know, yeah. like how, but yeah, um, in the beginning, because what, what, what happens with children is you're going to find your state yourself in a state where your kids get on your last motherfucking nerves. That where was like today. Yo, yeah, where yeah. damn like, dog. You like, yo, 
Like, you know, and then you, <laughs> you find yourself with all this like energy and all this emotion. And if you don't have the proper module to follow, you're going to go with what your default setting is, which is whoop some ass. So, <laughs> you know, like just being honest. And I remember a time Elijah was having a fit and he took me there and I whooped his ass. And when I tell you the fear, my baby got big ass eyes, right? But yeah. the fear that was in his eyes pierced through my heart. Mm-hmm. The part, mm-hmm. it, I, I went in my room and I cried because I identified myself in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm about to cry right now, like th- just thinking about it. And I was like, after that moment, I was like, I'm never fucking doing that again. You know, like, right. I'm never like, I like, granted, like, Elijah did used to get like taps on the leg. But when I tell you it's a tap, that's, a, that's literally what it was. But right. then when I start, when I, when I, when I removed the physicality part from it, it challenged me to like, I had to force myself to be like, okay, well, you, that means you have to use your words. You know, right. I found myself parenting myself, like, no, you have to use your words. Like you have to like describe and you have to like explain and so on and so on. And then I, there was a moment where I realized I earned, cause I earned the respect from my child. Cause that's another thing. Yeah. Parents think that just because you gave birth or that you they father that that respect is just automatically given. No, your child no. is a human being. You have to earn their respect like you have to. And I learned that when like Elijah was more like touched by I me mean, or like more affected by how he made me feel than the physical oh. element. Yes. Like, yeah. yep. like. Where, like, it was one time, this is, like, before that dramatic, dramatic one, where, like, I whooped him, and he looked at me, and he was like, that doesn't hurt! And I was like... Yeah, it scared the shit out of you, didn't it? What the fuck am I going to do now? But then when I start, when I start using, <laughs> when I start, you know, talking and start, like, implementing that, that you know, that element of it, I would just be like, look, baby... Like, I understand that, but, like, I'm very disappointed in you. And, you know, and, and my feelings will be very, like, will be real. Like, I'm like, no, I'm disappointed in you. Like, you could be doing better. I expect more from you. And he, and then he comes to me, and you could tell, he, like, it's on his brain. And then, like, mm-hmm. he breaks down. He starts crying. And he's like, Mom, I'm so sorry. Like, that, that is the meat of it. You know, that's the part where it's like, you can work with that. You can you can like guide a good balanced citizen with you know what I mean with that whooping and physical physicality at the end of the day my baby daddy is like damn near seven feet tall it's gonna be a point where I'm not gonna be able to put hands on Elijah anymore you know what I mean so it's like that shit it's a short lease on that like Mm -hmm. yeah so when you when you're dating someone do you kind of like do you ask them about like their childhood and how they were parented? Absolutely. Instead of instead of saying like, "Well, how do you plan on parenting your kids?" No, like, like you don't know, you don't know, you right. don't know until you become. You a really, parent. and yeah, that, and that's the whole point. It's like you really have no idea until you're like a parent. Just like when, and also, I feel like some men kind of take out their frustrations of with yes. their with their uh, baby mama, whoever their ex, on their and they take it out on the child. Yep, and yeah, then that's and when they. I feel like I have to. They have to sit back and be like, "Am I if I'm doing? Am I doing this because like you know my kid is in trouble, or am I doing this to satisfy myself because I'm angry and you're whooping yeah. that kid and you're letting out your you know your negative energy on your child? 
and that's not cool. Yeah. Not cool at all. I, I feel like sometimes with parents, like, they put these, like, unobtainable uh, uh, standards on their kids. It's like, when you put when you sit back and put yourself in their shoes, it's like, how many times have you said, you know what, I'm going to stop, I'm going to go to the gym, and your ass don't go to the gym? How many times have you said, like, you know what, I'm going to try to wash dishes every night before I go to sleep, and you don't do it? Like, mm-hmm. you don't, like, there's no room for error, you know? And if there's no room for error, there's no room for growth. So, yeah. and like I, you know, me, I always say you got to give, you know, your kids grace. You got to give yourself grace and just understand the situation. Like right now, Prince has been on punishment since fucking September, dog. I am tired. And real quick, when your child is on punishment, so are you because you have to, like, oh, my yeah, son, yeah, he you, doesn't you, have, like, he doesn't have TV right now. He doesn't have his tablet. He has, you know, like his room is books and he has like a, keyboard and shit he is in my face all day and I have run out of busy work to give him so it's like I lose my freedom when my son is on punishment but anyway I mean mean, but but to that though like if he run out of busy work you need to go in that room and you need to go figure it out like and that's what he's been doing yeah at the end of the day once you like just because your world has come to a halt doesn't mean that everybody else's world comes to a halt (laughs) like this is what you're missing out on because you want to make you want to make bad decisions or you know what i mean you want to go different ways i'm like look i have bought you everything solar system related for all of these years you better go in that room and figure it out you got hella books you have hella toys you have everything that you need in this house to keep you entertained that's not electronic. So yeah. go have fun and get out of my face. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but, but, but you will have you will have some some guys who are just like, oh, you know, just give him his tablet back. You know, it's oh. you there's there has to be some sort of communication. You have to be on the same page when it comes to discipline and parenting. Like, but it's it's a very it's a very important conversation to have. But at the same time, you just don't know until you become a parent. That that part. But also, I will say, it's, I am surprised that that's not people's hard nose. Because I think I think I think what's important is like, okay, even if y'all come in with different parenting styles, it's just the the willingness to like compromise or to like you know develop a whole new parenting style because you do have some of people like I don't care I don't give a fuck like the, the little kid come in over here I'm whooping it like no now no. that's toxic that's I, a hard I, I, no that's a that's a hard no for me like that's a definite hard no because well like, absolutely but you have situations where it's like oh wait I saw I I thought this but then I saw how you do that I and I see that it works you know what maybe we could you know compromise and blah 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 it's all about the person, your partner's willingness to actually come together and formulate something, you know, best for both of y'all, y'all, your both children, because it's like both parents, right? Yeah, both yeah. single parents. Both and single they- parents. Now, I will say this though, like, if I if I meet a dude and I see him going ham on his child, that's a red flag for me, mm-hmm. and it's also yes. a trigger for me. You know, mm-hmm. I might say something to see how he reacts to it, and I won't say it in front of the child. I'll pull him to the side. It's like, yo, you know, did you have to say it like that? Or did you, did mm-hmm. you, um, you know, have to do that? And if he comes off defensive and did it, like, mm, yeah, that might be, end up mm-hmm. being a Yeah. Yeah, I hope that answers your question. Um, 
Because I, I know, Liz, you really don't even, like, you're not really dating to, like, yeah. how, I mean, how even, we said last week, we're not even, like, we're not looking for stepdads. Right. But at the same time, you have to, if someone is going to eventually be around your child, mm-hmm. there's a certain conversation that you have to have, I guess. So how, what's, what's your point of view, Elizabeth? Um, we definitely have to talk because, um, I guess for, for me, cause I will, I've dated people who, like, obviously I'm a single parent, but that person is not yet a parent. And, mm-hmm. um, like I said, it take a while for anybody, um, to meet my kid. Like it has to be years of us dating before you even meet my kid. You won't, years. you won't, oh, you yeah. won't, yeah, years, you won't. Name won't be no FaceTime calls. I don't care about no birthday. You can say happy birthday and stuff, but you won't be like in my kid's life. You know, I won't like I'm I'm gonna talk about my kid, but like I'm not gonna like include you into like my kid's life. That's just not how I'm gonna do it. But um yeah, we definitely have to have that conversation and I honestly have to see where your head is, you know. Well, what, what do you think about men who like they see how hard that you go for your child and they want to make things easier as far as like, you know, there are some guys who like, you know what, I'll pay for a babysitter or I'll do X, Y, Z, or I can pick them up from school if you're not available to do so. Like, what do you think about stuff like that? Mm-mm. Just to kind of make you make your life easier. Cause there are some men who just nah, want you. To I can do it on my own. I, that ain't gonna, like, I'm okay um, with doing anything that has to do with my kid. Like, you taking weight off that? Mm, not, not so much. You, you, you know, you have to worry about that. That's my, that's, that's my baby. I, I think know. it also, I think it also boils down to intent because you got men that are use that as bait. I've yeah. had men like, like, oh, I can get you some diapers, some formula, and it's like, no, mm, you know what I mean. That's a turn but off. I will, but I will say when you say like years. I used to always, I used to be the one that, like, to say that, but I guess my concern is, is that, you know, like, say if I'm, like, dating a guy, and, I'm and, like, we're dating, like, we're, you know, in the midst of, like, going toward being serious, I'm, I'm concerned that, like, if I bring him in, like, say we start really getting serious, and then I finally, like, oh, I want to bring E a, a, around, and then, like, E ain't fucking with him. It, yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that. That's, that's a concern of mine because now I've like now we've gone through all you know through all this you know of over oh, together and then I'm like okay cool now I can bring my baby around and my my baby's like yeah I'm not fuck you know what I mean like I kind of want to like I won't I won't bring them around like oh like we're together but like I have once you know brought my son around. Just on some, like, you know, let's just go to the park or some, like, you know, chill shit to see how my son functions with this person. Because if my son not fucking with you, first off, he's six years old. Second, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, if he just straight don't fuck with you, yeah, there's something ain't right. Now, if he's a bit coyish or if he's a bit, like, standoffish in the beginning, but then he warms up to you, then that's completely different. But if my son is, like, sensing something that maybe I can't see, yeah, I'm going to have to cut you the fuck off. I mean, I get, I get that part. Like, I mean, I, I'm the same. I, I feel like if my kid is not rocking with you, whenever that chance comes, then like, yeah, I'm gonna have to cut you off. But I, I just feel like, um, for me growing up and then being around my mom with so many different dudes, I'm just not okay with right. just letting my baby meet all these different men. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no, no guarantee right. that I'm gonna end up with that person. Like, we can be I mean, dating for years and still nothing. 
No, that's but that's not, but that's what I'm saying. Like where you when you say like dating, like now if you're talking about a situationship, no, none of them niggas is fuck. Like any nigga I'm fucking is, you know, you're not seeing my son. But if it's someone that I'm actually considering, like going into the realm of like, like we are exclusive to each other, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like then I you wanna, can like slowly bring, bring them around. I want to bring him in a little bit sooner than like, cause I I would hate to be dating someone for four years, five years. And then finally bring Elijah around and Eli. I mean, at like, least two. At least two years. I guess. I mean, I mean, you know, y'all could take it slow. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like if if if, it, if we're doing two years, we're not serious. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm mm. not your girlfriend. Like, mm. if you want to, if it's like a thing of like us getting to know each other, but if like I I will not. I would not go into a serious relationship without my son meeting. That's, I guess that's what I'm saying. I will not commit myself to a man without my son meeting the man first right. to see how he how he rocks, you know, with the guy. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up today's show. I hope that answers your question, um, Jeff. So let us know what you think. Um, but before we go, Meek, do you have a quote <laughs> this week? Yeah, I do. Oh shit! Left it up. Hey, we got close. <laughs> on a winning um, streak. It's from Stacey Abrams. Um, uh, like most who are underestimated, I have learned to overperform. Oh no, 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 that's not the right one. But that, <laughs> that was. From- it, it was yeah. sounding good. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> yeah. No, this one is from her as well. Um, we must. Cease being participants in our own oppression. And I and that was something that like struck a for me. So yeah. For me. Yeah, she said that. Alright, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Music, wherever you guys listen to podcasts. We appreciate it. Um, leave comments, interact with us, let us know how we're doing and what you like, what you don't like. You know, we might take some, you know, some tips and pointers. We'll we'll see. Either way, uh, we'll be back next week. New episodes every Monday. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Stay hydrated.